Welcome to another episode of the Bakari Sales Podcast. Today I have an icon, uh, just an icon on the court, an icon in entertainment, an icon in activism, and somebody who we all look up to, none other than John Sally. What's going on? How you feeling, man? What's happening? Thank you for having me on. This is dope. This is dope. Nah, I, I appreciate that as my, as my email start going off. Anyway, we start each one of our episodes by having our guests kind of walk us through the arc of their careers. And um, some people may not be as familiar with all the work you do off the court as you did on. Can you walk us through your work in entertainment, your activism, and the cool stuff that you do entrepreneurially uh, post-basketball? Well, I, I'm, I happen to be in New York because uh, I don't want to time this, but May 13th, 2022, uh, the movie called Sneakerella that I'm in is streaming on Disney Plus only on the 13th. So I'm you get, you get getting Disney a, checks. You get Disney checks now too. Why are you saying, yo? What am I saying, man? I'm saying, I'm saying, I've always since I was a child wanted to be in a Disney movie. This is my second Disney movie. The first one was the Ultimate Christmas Present. That was 22 years ago. But then this one is I wanted to be in a musical. So it's it's a beautiful takeoff of Cinderella. It's called Sneakerella, and it's hip hop. And it's, it's unbelievable. And it's very, very uh, whiz, if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember, okay. remember it was the Wizard of Oz and then the Wiz came out with Michael Jackson and all that. And who, it, is, and it, who is in, who's in Sneakerella with you? Uh, Chosen Jacobs, who was the next everything male. And then Lexi Underwood. And she was, uh, people saw her acting on television, the show Little Fires Everywhere. And she is, let me tell you, I get to tell people all the time. I am going to be, my kids are going to say, my dad was in a movie with you. My granddad was in a movie. That's how big they're going to be. I'm telling you. And I'm not joking. They, they, kill, they kill it in their, in their roles. Uh, she, L, uh, Lexi Underwood plays my daughter, Kara, and Chosen plays a kid named L from Queens, where I'm supposed to be from, even though we know I'm from, but I'm from Queens. And I have this big sneaker company in the middle of Manhattan. It's bananas. It is, it is Black excellence. It is generational wealth. It is love. It is understanding. It is paying attention. It is the best twist in the choreography and the music off the chain. So I got to be, I, I used to love West Side Story and mm -hmm. I love The Wiz. Uh, now I get to be in it. And for the rest of my life, I, you know, a lot of things I've done. That's, this is the first one that I'm happy about. Then besides that, <laughs> acting, Besides, like, I've always wanted to act. And it's so funny. Um, I'm not going to say I'm a trailblazer because Kareem did it. Uh, the Hammer did it. Jim Brown did it. Jim Brown Pop did it. it. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Um, well, not better than I did. But, but you know, Rick Fox. There's a lot of people. Uh, what's did my you name? Just, uh, you just put yourself in the same category as Rick Fox. There's going to be a lot of aunties out there that think you done lost hey, your mind. Hey, 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 I don't <laughs> have as much gray hair as Rick. And that jawbone that looks like a killer ox. Um, uh, but my, uh, as, as far as professionals, there have been other um, uh, great actors, especially, it's getting past my hand, mashallah. Uh, uh, that's, uh, anyway. Great actors uh, that happen to be athletes. But then I saw Steven uh, Jackson on his own show kind of do his acting thing. And he kept, I, I did his show the other day 
I'm so happy that these guys realize we don't have to be pigeonheld into one thing. Right. That's what I love. But, you know, movies, uh, charity with the Cedar Sinai Sports Spectacular, I've done uh, a place called Home, which is one of my favorites. This is like a safe haven in, in L.A. Check this out. In L.A., you got like the Mexican mobs over here, the Bloods and Crips and a whole bunch of things. And kids used to run to this one place where, the, where these uh, Catholic uh, nuns were, and they made it a safe haven. And so I, we go and we raise money and we keep pushing kids to be more talented in this area or letting their talent to be seen. Uh, that's one of the charities I do, uh, Operation Smile, uh, because uh, people tell me I have a nice smile. See how adult I am? I used to, you know what I'm D, I would have said, like my smile. No, people tell me I have a nice smile. So I think it's important it's, it, uh, it breaks the ice. And, and it makes you feel good, makes other people feel good. So I was a part of Operation Smile. Um, I, I'm on a new show on VH1 starting on the 16th called Couples Retreat. And I've been married to the same woman for 29 years. You got to tell uh, me how you do that. I've been married for seven, eight years and I'm, uh, it's yeah, work. Well, I love it. It's work every day. Well, I'm not as good at it as, as she is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> she hates that joke. But she gets double points for living in Los Angeles, too. So yeah. I, I'm, they made me a, a, a relationship coach. Right? <laughs> because what you do is you move out of the way. That's what you do. Uh, that's, that's uh, you know, but after this is the whole deal. When I was coming up, man, uh, you know, they everybody can tell you, thought, well, what you should do. Soon as I would hear that, I go, what gives you the power to tell me what I should do? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. So everybody, and like I got I got four daughters, and everybody goes, So what are they gonna do? I said, whatever they want. Yeah, that's my answer. And 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 if whatever they want. And I gotta let I let them all know it's their decision because it's their life. Long answer, but you got it. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large Big Gulp drink, and you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven, valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, applicable on large Big Gulp only. Participating U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. One of the other uh, causes that I saw that you've uh, adopted is veganism, and it's an important cause for you. Why did you become a vegan? Tell me, talk to me about that. Um, I became uh, wanting to be closer to God, so I, there was no reason for me to take the life of any sentinel being, so I became a vegan. When did this occur? I just had I just had a turmeric latte a minute ago. I feel and, and, and I had uh, I had a mushroom and a walnut soup. I was I was living my best life. I feel good. Hey, you, hey, let me tell you, 
my nephew is in Switzerland right now. And he goes, you know, a roasted chicken costs $27 and a, and a, and a carton of eggs is $25. I go, how much is a cucumber? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to have to become a real foodist. I go, and you're going to be, you're going to look great. I really became a vegan. I pushed on veganism um, was the first was personal. I had high cholesterol, um, bags under my eyes, pre-diabetic, um, body odor, uh, foot odor, um, bad attitude, acne skin. Um, and my stomach started to bloat. You know, all those things come from a Western diet. I mean, sorry, from eating dead flesh. I mean, sorry, from eating animals. So I decided, and then when they told me that I had high cholesterol, I was 27. And they said, hey man, you know, it's cool. We can, we can control it. We'll put you on this, um, on this medication. But the medication, one of the side effects is impotence. Oh, goodness. Nah. Then we'll give you another awesome. minute. Well, 27. I'll be, be a vegan in a minute. <laughs> I got, I went, her name was Dr. Jewel Pukram, downtown Detroit. She's in Florida now, or Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, I think. I got a colonic, which I didn't know I was, she said, you're full of sugar, honey, iced tea. And I said, huh, you're full of sugar, honey, iced tea. And once I cleared my low intestines of as many toxins as possible and started feeding my body properly, I went from being, um, a junk car to a Formula One. So I'm be 58 this year and I'm 247 pounds. And in 2000, I was 250. So literally I'm three pounds lighter. I, I've aged some, I definitely in knowledge and my body. But uh, besides that, I keep, you know, keep it slim. So veganism is, is the way of the future. It, we can't sustain with killing animals and everybody that becomes a vegan saves 7,500 land animals from torture and death. So I chose that route. I love Eating it. Like a Rasta. I love it. I love it. Speaking of Rasta, something else you have out there which uh, brings us in common. Boy, you, <laughs> you, you get at this. This is a natural segue. Look at that. Talk about your cannabis line and why you think it's so important to be at the table in a growing industry. I know we ain't supposed to say nothing yet, but whatever. But I, I was, I, I got a great partnership with Raekwon and Charlemagne the God, and we I were able to get a, a license that we'll announce soon in New Jersey. Can't tell you where, but it's it's in New Jersey. So we're doing oh, it. I, I know where. I know where. Hey, you know, Charlemagne, this is the deal. That's a wonderful thing. Um, cannabis is the future. It uh, just to let people know, hemp. Let's just say that the hemp laws and what could happen with different parts of hemp. Um, will stop the opioid contra, um, situation. And, so there's no, and there's no waste. You there's use, no you, you use it in concrete and everything. Yeah. That's right. 200 different ways of using, um, of using hemp to the benefit of humans, including ingestion, but most of them outside of that. So I think it's an important thing. My daughter started a brand called Deuces 22. I, I became um, uh, the C... Um, COO, uh, I got CVO, I call myself chief visionary officer. I help with the vision and in the different positions. Um, we'll be here in New York City and New Jersey. Uh, we partnered up with people who, um, who have the property and the distro to do what we need. We're very, and we made a television show of ours. So mm -hmm. I made this TV show 
to destigmatize cannabis and it's hard to get onto the networks because it's cannabis. Um, because once it's destigmatized, then, you know, what happened in Colorado, just to let everybody know, when cannabis became legal, alcohol dropped by 30%. So but the, the other thing that we're not going to talk about, I guess, right now, but all the white boys became billionaires too. And we need yeah. to make sure that we have diversity in this industry, certainly. Yeah, we did. So one of my first people who, when he got out, uh, Horatio, we call him Romy here, uh, we made sure that his name was on the list at the OCM, which is the Office for Cannabis Management in uh, downtown um, Manhattan. Uh, as many brothers that I know have been affected by the war on drugs, I made sure that they knew that they should put a license in. That's dope. Let me ask you this. You, you were talking about TV and, and how you guys just, just are creating new content all the time. Was there a moment when you said this could be my thing? And, and what was your first big break into television? I think I know, but. Uh, no. So I, when I was uh, 11, my, my mother's cousin, which would be my second cousin, literally said, um, uh, literally said, uh, here's Johnny. And I set up and I watched Johnny Carson for the first time. And I love Ed McMahon for even saying, here's Johnny, because that's my real name. And then I watched and I said, I'm going to be in television. And my mother used to laugh. I said, I'm going to be in there one day. You're going to be watching me. And my first, I, I just worked really hard at getting my my uh, diction together because mm -hmm. I spoke like a New Yorker. You know, I talk like this and all that. You know what I'm saying? And I got that somewhat corrected. And I went to the pros and they put a camera in front of me. And then in 1989, I decided, hey, you know what? I've been in the NBA three years. I maybe want to go to the All-Star game. I heard they got nice parties there. It's in Houston. I like Houston. And inside stuff, NBA Entertainment handed me a microphone and a cameraman. And I was able to take them where they normally couldn't go. Um, and I was it once in 1989, once I got that microphone in my hand and I realized, you know, I did stand up comedy. I act, I did, I did everything I've ever seen on television I wanted to do. But when I have a microphone, I'm more comfortable. Um, and so 1989, I did inside stuff. And then in 1991, when we lost to Chicago, they said, Hey, here's the microphone and the, and the camera again. We want you to walk around Chicago after being a Detroit Piston. I didn't realize I could have been killed. Yeah. But, I was like, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I know, man, but I, I did it. And then on inside stuff, inside, um, best damn sports show period on Fox gave me nine years of the best years of my uh, career in front of a microphone. I learned everything I needed. I felt to learn now. Um, pretty soon I got the John Sally crypto show and the show called what say you hosted by John Sally. So the John Sally crypto show is once again, people are afraid of it. And so I want to help destigmatize and help take away a lot of the fear. Mm. And you can check that out as John Sally, S A L L E Y crypto show.com and lock, up, lock in and then you'll hear me do interviews with people who are making moves in the crypto world. And That's good because I, I don't know enough. So I'm, I'm going to that. I'm, I'm going to check it out. I, I just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just ignorant to it and I'm ashamed of it. So I got to learn as much as I possibly can. I want to go back to Sneakerella real quick. Me too. And, 
And who was Darius King? Darius King happened to be a, a guy who grew up in um, in Queens, and he um, worked himself out of like he loved sneakers, but he worked himself into being a well-known basketball player. Uh, he did what they would say all the right things. He was focused. He made sure that he kept his nose clean and his attitude and his family is about pride. And you'll see is very, very um, proud of being a descendant of Africa. And according to our GOP and what we wear and how I am with family. So Darius King is very much John Sally. And <laughs> so it, was, it, was, it was easy for me to do this role than any other because I just had to think of the things that I thought were valuable and put that into the character. I mean, but it's a Disney movie. I know you said you've always wanted to do another Disney movie, but have there been roles that have come across your de desk that you were like, Man, hell no, I'm not doing this. Uh, and what made this, what made this script different from that? Well, one, this script was written well. Two, I understood the premise. Three, I knew if Disney was doing it, that it was going to be. It was going to be quality. Are, there are no bad. There are no bad Disney movies. Let me let's just first do that. They don't make mistakes when it comes to this. So you're saying it wasn't going to be on BET Plus, is what you're saying? I wish it was on BET Plus, <laughs> but but being on Disney Plus where Beyonce put you know Black is King, I'm just saying I'd rather <laughs> follow that route. Yeah. Uh, but I wish that it wasn't the way it was now in the, in the world where you have to have your product on your, I wish you, you could sell and do all these things because BET Plus would change and show a lot of things, man. Um, but this, this movie, and I told my wife uh, and my daughters, I said, you know, I've done, I don't know, 16, 17, some movies, I don't know how many. And, and that's not being crazy, it's just, I don't really care. I just keep moving. I said, this is my favorite movie. And really? she was like, come on, not bad. I said, you'll see what I'm saying. Because listen, I get to live my life in this movie. In 1990, I had my own sneaker with um, Osaga when I was in Detroit. I won a championship in them. And I knew to own my own sneaker company. And I just didn't have the people around me. to. Help. I didn't have what Kanye wind up getting. But if I would have, I had the vision, if I would have, had the backing and um, the help, I might be the richest black man in America right now, not Kanye. Well, you so, got enough jobs. I mean, you're on your way. Yeah, man, nine jobs. Nine, that's what happens when you live close to a Jamaican neighborhood. Uh, but, but what happened is, I, I'm telling you, I got to the point where I, where I, I, I told my guy Ralph that I was doing interviews and I would call him after, but he doesn't listen. So he's calling like an idiot. But anyway, <laughs> we um, all have those. That's usually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I get to do this. I get to be a basketball player, ex basketball player with a wonderful family that's successful, that is in a family business that I can keep together and I get to rap and I get to step. This is, and I, when I was younger, I had John Sally and a mass production crew with DJ Tommy Allen, who used to be on BLS. He, he passed a few years ago, God rest his soul. Like I wanted to be a rapper. My brother Ron said, there are no seven foot rappers. <laughs> and he was right until this movie. I can't wait. I told my brother, I said, we got Disney plus down at the house, right? Yeah, that's right. 
I said, make 13. Make sure Ronnie sees the movie. Yeah, but I said, the entire movie. Make sure Ronnie sees the entire Because my older brother was my manager, and he, he, he was doing the best he can to kind of control my brain. I know, oh, John, you can't do this. You got to focus here. And I did. I was focused on basketball, but playing basketball to me was like second nature. Everything else I had to work at because mm. I worked so long at playing basketball. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Jedi are being murdered. Now streaming, Star Wars Returns, only on Disney+. Plus. I didn't do it! Believe me! She was my student. Let me be the one to bring her in. Now she is a student of the dark side. An acolyte. Star Wars The Acolyte. New episodes Tuesdays, only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about in particular with this movie is one of the things that's important to me and important to you personally is to ensure that black fatherhood is properly portrayed in the roles you take. Is, is this that this apparently fits into that? I, I don't ever I don't ever remember you playing a role that felt like it diminished the reputation of what it meant to be a black man in this world. Uh, I did. It's so funny. I did a funny movie called. Um, Black Dynamite. And, <laughs> and I'm so happy I was in costume because no one ever brings it up. But we, we were like a premiere movie at the, uh, at the um, Aspen Film Festival. I think it was the Aspen. No, not Aspen. Um, Utah. What was that one? Um, whatever. The uh, film festival that's in Park City. And uh, that was the closest. But I wouldn't do it. I remember in, when I did Bad Boy, and we made that, I mean, Michael Bay made that role and made, you know, think of this, think of that. I said, I don't want to curse in this movie uh, because to be my first movie and I want my mom to see it. It's, the whole movie is full of curses. It's yeah, uh, full of it. I, I didn't even notice you didn't curse. As long as it didn't come out of Johnny's mouth, we're good. Uh, my father loved it. My father loved it. Martin said he would knock me out. He loved it. Uh, but that was the, another thing. The guy came to me wanting me to play a role that uh, that I think, I, I got this thing. You know, we're always in, in movies where there's guns being pointed sideways. And uh, all this, and the only thing we know, you know what I'm saying? The only thing they know of us is 
what's not even us. And if it is, it's the worst part. So one of the things that me producing movies and, and even getting into directing, I want us, if it comes down to it, cool. But I don't want the lower level of what any, any, anything that refers to anything Black. I don't want it to be the worst part of Black. I want it to be the best part. That's just the way I I, I, I truly admire that. Where, where will people be able to watch Nicarella? I know we've already talked about it, but this question comes with the interview. But where will people be able to watch it? And when is it coming out? It comes out May 13th, 2022 on Disney Plus only. You can stream it. It's called Sneakerella, starring Chosen Jacobs, Lexi on the and yours truly. Before I get you out of here, I can't have you on the show. We were talking about TV, but I can't have you on the show and not also talk a little basketball with you. Now, we got two shows. Uh, oh, we, we got to go? We got to go? We got to get out of here? Oh, my God. I don't know if you can't finish that question. No, go ahead. Well, we we've got we've got uh, the Showtime Lakers. We got two shows on the Showtime Lakers. Uh, we've had the last dance on the Bulls. Uh, when will we see someone talk about the bad boys era like that? When do we think that we'll get? Uh, I know we always hear about Bird and Magic and MJ, but oftentimes the respect for the work and the way that you all play the game is just not there. Will we have a show on the bad boys? Will it be something you do or are you you well, be on that? They did uh, the first 30 for 30. Yeah. Was on Bad Boys. It was about the Pistons. And then after that came the last dance. And I think they did a great job on the 30 for 30 with the Bad Boys. Let me just say this. I watched yesterday. They were showing the Lakers versus the Celtics in the, the, the NBA finals. And they wanted to call us Bad Boys. Oh my God! Um, yeah, it was scary. First of all, something was wrong. Something was wrong with Larry Bird. I think I was. Yeah. I was. Larry Bird went apocalyptic. I mean, something was wrong with him. Yeah, but and 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 he went after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Doesn't he know that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar studied with Bruce Lee? <laughs> Did you not see the game of death? Like, bro, you don't want to mess with Kareem. You just don't want to. So I, I think. I think. If they get down to the bad boys, we have such an amazing story. Um, two days ago was Chuck Daly's birthday. Yeah. Um, there was, there was like, if you believe in Zodiac, there was Bill Lambert, John Sally, um, Dennis Rodman, Chuck Daly, and Isaiah Thomas. We were all Taurus. Isaiah in April, the end of April, then four Tauruses in May. And then Joe Dumas was the Gemini in June. And I'm telling you, during that time of year, we all played at our highest position. So I, I missed, I played six years there. Um, five were great. Five were great. Could you all, could, could your brand of basketball work today? Um, well, our brand of basketball was the brand of basketball of that day. So... Yeah. It wasn't ours, it's how they played. We were allowed to hand check. Referees knew they were men on court. So the referees knew that this is a man's game and this is what's about to happen. So it wasn't tic-tac fouls now. And I understand each, each player is a Fortune 500 company. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, you know, like old hockey, you know, you get hit in the mouth and your tooth fall out, you know, you goggle with some 
Epsom salt and you get back in the game. Um, hand checking uh, um, would be would change the game and the ability to uh, shut down the lane. It's just different. It's a different game now. Last question for you so you can get out of here. Who you got coming out the East and the West? Who are John Sally's predictions to win this thing off? Well, who's, who's playing? I'm doing a movie <laughs> called Sneakerella. I haven't been able. I'm doing this movie called Sneakerella. That's you know what? I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it on that because instead I, I, of watching, I know where I'm going to be on Saturday. On May 13th. I'm going to be watching Sneakerella. And I can I'm a, I can watch the basketball later on. Ladies and gentlemen, John basketball Sally. On Saturday. I just tell you this. I watch now. I was a Boston fan growing up. And um, I always want Boston to come. I love the green and white. But when I watch Milwaukee and I watch, you know, it's, it's a trip to me. And then <clears throat> I didn't know Memphis was West Coast. I, I didn't understand how that happened. I, I don't. I don't understand how Memphis is part of the West. Yeah. So they, they haven't explained that, or do I need to show them where Memphis lies in, in, in the map? But anyway, you explain that to me. But I, I love I, I Ja. Can't. I love Ja, and um, that that's it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, what's the series right now between Golden State and Memphis? 3-1 Golden State because Ja has a bad knee. Yeah, so I'm going to say Golden State comes out of the West, and I'm going to say um, Boston comes out of the East. That's a, that, that's, that's a hell of a final. So anyway, thank you so much, John Sally. It's been a pleasure. I cannot wait to see Sneakerella on Disney+. Plus. So thank you for always. On May 13th. On May 13th. What did I say on Disney+. Plus? On May 13th. Yeah, Make sure I get the date. Yes. Streaming on Disney+. Plus. There you go, D. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. It's always good to see you. Be blessed. One love.